Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the third year anniversary episode of the Pet Psychic Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com, starring world famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, that's me. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. You can log on to the Pet Psychic. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Call 917-889-2693 right now to get on the show and join us in the chat room. Laura and I are both in there right now chatting about our animals and the snacks they just ate. I'm your producer and co-host Aiku Sahara. Welcome to the show. Um I was just saying in the chat room that Maybe Storm King can, like, help do the show. Would that help him stay awake? Storm, honey, you want to help do the show? You can, it will, can you stay awake for it? He says he's really tired. But, okay, fine. Uh, really? Do you want to say something to start, though? You could say something to start. She thinks that everyone should feed their animals vegetables. And peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and peanut butter. <laughs> All right. Does he want us to wake him up during a segment, or do we just let him sleep? Well, if he stays where he is, it's convenient to wake him up. Stormy, honey, you want us to wake you up for your sex? Of course. <laughs> of course if you want to. Okay, you think about your words of wisdom before the show, all right, honey? You think about it now. Good. Okay, okay. Well, now that that's said, um, so um, David, one of our friends here at the Pet Psychic Radio Show, reminded us that it was our third year anniversary. Mm. Is that really true? It's really true. Thank you, David. Thank you so much for letting us know, because we didn't even realize, but uh, I can't believe it's been three years already, and we've had so much fun, and we've spoken to so many people and their animals. I know, it's been great. It's amazing. I know. Let's keep it going. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, so tell me um, about the adventure in Downey that you had. We we sort of started talking about it last week. Um, so if you could rehash and then tell us the new news. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay, really quickly, um, a friend of mine posted a dog that was on, a bunch of dogs on the Downey shelter in a private message on Facebook, and she asked me to share them. I put them on my page uh, pet, uh, on Facebook, Laura Stinchfield, and my friend in Oregon saw one of the dogs and fell in love and asked me to go get the dogs in Downey. And then a bunch of people helped make it happen. I wrote that story on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash radio. And um, you can read that story there. And so now they're down at Marina Vet Clinic, which is a friend of mine, Dr. Rachel Jones's, and they're waiting to go to their home. 
Um, they're going to fly out next Thursday. So I don't know if we're going to have a show next Thursday because i got to pick them up and uh, take them to the airport. But I guess so, we'll see. We'll keep you all posted. Little, yeah, we'll keep you all posted. But so Dice Palmer, one of the little chihuahuas, is going to my friend and Michelle. She's the one who saw the pictures in Oregon, and he's flying on a private plane to get there. And then cool. the other little dog who I have named Joey after my cat, Joey, has a surprise, but I'm not sharing the surprise yet about what's going on with Joey and where he's going. But he has okay. an exciting story. Oh, so, so we'll hear more about it, that yes, soon? Yes, and you can see his video on our Facebook page. Did you see that, I? I did. It was really cute. And he was like, oh, it's weird being outside, but it's cool <laughs> or something. Yep. They've been in the shelter for over a month. And it was oh, weird my them goodness. To so long. Yeah, so it was the first time they were on grass. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, you could check it out for sure on um, our Facebook page. And also, I just want to remind our listeners uh, go ahead and go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash pet psychic radio, and post your photo of your animal on the um, wall, not in our messages. That way, it's easy for us to access and other people can see it too while we're talking to you uh, on the radio show. So let's go ahead and get to our first caller. Uh, we have Chelsea calling about um, Toro the cat. And so then I'm going to go on our Facebook page and look for Chelsea. Do you see Toro the cat? No. Is he on our Facebook page? Um, I thought that they were... But maybe they're not. Okay, well, we'll talk to her about that. Um, and uh, he was missing for eight days, then came back, found out that the neighbor had him, and seems like he doesn't want to be with her. What does Tora want? So I guess we'll oh, find yeah, I see out. Chelsea now. I had to update. Yeah, oh. Chelsea's there. Hello? Oh, okay. Hi, you're on the show. So when did this all take place, the whole adventure? Okay, the, this took place probably about a couple months ago. Um, he had gotten out and he just went missing for like eight days and we, me and my boyfriend put up a bunch of flyers, lost flyers. And eight days after he went missing, we got a call and we got him back from one of our neighbors who had, they had found him the day that he had gone missing and they decided to keep him. They just thought, oh, he's such a sweet cat. We'll keep him. And they had gotten him a collar and renamed him and, Kept him inside and all that. And um, so when I went to go get him, though, he was, like, he was like freaking out. He didn't want to come home. And then um, the whole, for about a week after he, he was back home with us, he was just in a, in a really bad mood. He just would start fights and every, with the other cats and everything else. So I just, um, I would like to know if he would be happier living with the neighbors, um, and uh, and if he has anything else he wants to say. Okay, and so is he indoor outdoor cat? Did he like? Can he walk um, the neighbors? He, he he is. Well, he was indoor outdoor up until a couple months ago when he went missing. And then I recently ordered like collars online. They're like custom collars with his name and his and our number on it, so that he can be indoor outdoor and and it won't happen again. So he, because he will maybe be one there. of the reasons why he's just cranky is because he's been indoors. But what oh. would you think about is is sharing him an option? 
Um, I hadn't thought about that, actually. Um, they're really nice people. I think that that might be an option. Because maybe he could go back and forth. I know a lot of animals who do that. But let's, okay. let's, ask, let's ask him. And so, so how, long do you, how long have you had him back now? Um, probably seven weeks. It's been a while. Okay, so you've had him back seven weeks, but you've kept him indoors the whole time. So he's been indoors for like two months. Um, he's, he's been indoors. Um, there's been a couple occasions where he's gotten out and we put him back in. But yesterday, um, I took him to the middle school, which is right across the street from where I live. And, um, I had like a harness with a leash on it and I let him spend some time in the grass there. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Let's get Toro and see what he has to say. Okay, Toro, do you hear it? You're on. I love my mom and dad. I don't really want to leave them. I was kind of scared when I was at the other home because I thought my mom and dad would be worried. But I like those people a lot. They were really nice. And they just thought I was so beautiful. They did. They kept saying I'm the most gorgeous cat I, they've ever had. And they kind of knew I had a home because I was so friendly. So I think they they kind of knew we had a home, but they liked them so much they didn't want to go look yeah. at him. <laughs> he says, I'm just a little restless. I just want to roll in the dirt and maybe explore some more. Mm-hmm. But now I understand the dangers of being too friendly because oh. someone might think you need help. Mm-hmm. I think having a collar on is a really good idea because then it says I'm owned. And then I can go wherever I want. So that's the plan. Oh. <laughs> oh, he loves you guys. I mean, I think oh. what's going to happen is you let him back out and he'll go and visit those people, but he's going to stay yeah. home. Yeah, and I yeah, I think our our mistake was just we didn't have a collar on him or anything and um yeah, yeah but can. that's good to know, but yeah, that that's so funny cuz that's just like him too. Like if when he goes outside, he just wants to see everything. He wants to go explore. He's, he's like, born under a wandering star. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I love, love this picture. After he's been out a little while, and, t- and we can check in with him and see how he's doing. Okay. Okay, okay great. great. Thanks for calling, Chelsea. And Toro. So, I know, and Toro. So everyone out there who has cats who are indoor-outdoor, um, as you see, it's really important to have a collar on them and not just have the animal chips, but to also have a collar on them. And one of the things that I like to do when you're putting the collar on is to explain to the animal why they have the collar. And um, like I like to say to them, you have to wear this because it has a tag on it and the tag has my phone number. And then picture your phone. Most of us have cell phones these days. And kind of picture your cell phone and say it has our number on it. So if you ever get lost 
or if you ever get hit by a car or, you know, something ever happens to you, people can read your caller and then they can dial me and then picture them picking up their phone and dialing you and get us on the phone so I can come and pick you up. And so it's really important that you keep your collar on. And um, I tell all the animals where I ever put a collar on because a lot of the cats, they don't like it. They, you know, they don't like the feeling of having something dangling from them. So Mm -hmm. it's really important to tell them that. And then also explain to them that if you don't have the collar on, somebody might steal you because they don't know that you have a person. Um, Or they might take you to the shelter because they don't know that you have a person or trap you because they don't know you have a person. So that's important, too, to explain to them what happens if they don't have a collar. And then what I like to do for my guys is my guys, my cats are in at night because of coyotes, and I just don't let them out at night because there's just more dangers at night. So everyone gets their collars taken off at night, and they put them back on in the morning before they go outside. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, get to be um, naked. A little. Yeah, that's great. I should do that for my animals at home. Uh, Fenway's um, collar came off. I'm not the collar, but the tag fell off when we went hiking a while back, and I haven't replaced mm-hmm. it. So that is a good reminder for me to oh, go and yeah. get on my game and get my stuff together. Yeah, replace it right away. I I know, I know. i got to do it. I'm going to do it today. Click the leash. You can click the leash on that on the tag thing instead of mm-hmm. the actual collar. Mm-hmm. That happened to me once or twice, and then pulls that tag thing, and you lose the tag. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I came back, and then I went on the same hike to go look for it. I'm like, maybe it's, um, you know, I'll find it. Um, you know, also because it has like my house address, and I don't know who some weird person has my address or something. Next time, I'm just yeah. gonna put my phone number. Yeah, I always write needs meds or reward or something on it. The people. Oh, oh good. Cool. Okay, so we have a guest today, a very exciting guest. And let's see here, uh, where are they? <laughs> oh, there they are. Okay, so um, our guest today is Diana Basehart, um, and she's calling from Basehart Organization. Uh, Diana, are you with us? Yes. I'm here. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you for welcome me. to our show. Um, tell us a little bit about um, the Diana Base Heart Foundation, what you do, and um, who you serve. What we do, actually it's called the Diana Base Heart Foundation, and what we do is we help people who are on terribly fixed incomes um, many, from many, many different corners. But our mission statement, I'll read you, is to help elders and those on limited incomes to care for and keep their beloved companion animals. And what we do is provide support for veterinary, behavioral, and nutritional needs while minimizing the number of animals being turned over to shelters. Um, if there's, go, go ahead. Did you want to ask a question? Uh, yeah, and so where, what area do you uh, work out of? We really work in Santa Barbara County. Yes. Okay, so Santa Barbara County. Mm-hmm. Santa Barbara. Well, really, we try to make it Santa Barbara. We have gone into the county, but our requests are so many that we've had to put a cap on it because the, the requests 
also outnumber the amount that we're getting in, the, the uh, donations, that we've had to cut it down somewhat. We go up to $5,000. We did go, but now we'll just not continue that. Mm, yeah, I definitely see that th- this is a need um, all over in every county, in every city, that this is um, a need that needs to be met. And it's amazing that your foundation does this work. And uh, this weekend, or you have a um, you have a fundraiser. This weekend we have a wonderful fundraiser, and it's Saturday, May seventeenth, at three o'clock, six o'clock. And we're going to have ballet parking because it's on on a bit of a hill. Um, mm-hmm. The address is two four six two Golden Gate Avenue, Summerland. Uh, as I say, ballet parking, and the mm-hmm. number to call. And our tickets are going quite fast, so I would call eight zero five four five one seventeen seventy one because, as I said before, it is a private home. We're oh, serving okay. Yes, we're serving wine or d'oeuvres. We have some wonderful music by uh, old time music by Glendesri Jam. And it's not it's it's really before bluegrass. It's mm. it's relaxation and it's fiddles and it's banjos and it's so up and it's such fun. Um, <laughs> with a tiny a tiny tinge of, of uh, the Celtic in it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are serving something called Nell Wine, and Nell Wine is, is named after my baby, who I adopted, and um, I think maybe you might be kind enough to do a little reading, so I'm not going to tell you too much about Nell. Okay. Um, um, so uh, we'll have all this information on our Facebook uh, page, and also your Facebook page is facebook.com slash Foundation. Um, and also, well, people I can go to. Two things that I have missed, and we have an amazing artist called Valerie Fussell. If you look up her website, you you she's a she's a master. She's an absolute master of art, and she is doing portraits. If people sketches actually, if people bring photographs, not not photographs on their phone, but real photographs, she will make a magnificent sketch of their animal. Oh, that's great. Yes, she's giving us $100. Usually her fee is about 5 But she's doing this as a fundraiser for us, and all proceeds that she makes will go to the Diana Bazart Foundation, which is amazing because her talent. She's in, she's in museums everywhere. So this is oh, such that a joy is that so cool. Yes, it really is. It's, oh, it's great. Amazing. And okay, we so do let's... Have and it's a $35 I just donation. Use... I don't know if I did say that or not. I probably didn't. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's a $35 donation. We'll have all this information on our website, as I mentioned before. Um, I just want to get a chance to also talk to Nell. Um, is your dog, correct? Right. And uh, let's have Laura talk to Nell. Tell us a little bit about Please. Nell. So, yeah, so tell us a little bit about Nell and what you would like to ask her. Is there any concerns that you have with her that you want to address? Uh, I really don't have concerns. I just worry if she worries too much about Diana. Okay, worries too much about you or the the foundation? Uh, Me. 
Okay. Okay. Let's ask her. Okay. And now there's the cutest picture of this, the you, and I, I believe it's your daughter. Is that correct? That's on your your website? Uh, is is she my daughter? Well, I think it yeah, is my daughter. Actually, she's, she's, she's not my birth daughter, but she's everything but. Oh, okay. And so there's so I posted that on the Pet, our Facebook Pet Psychic Radio page as well. So that's the picture that I'm looking at of Nell. Um, okay, so let's get Nell and see what she has to say. She says that she wants to tell you that she's proud of you. She said that it's really important for the two of you to have meditation time together. It's quiet time where we just reflect. I'm not really worried about my mom because she can take care of herself. But I do think sometimes she overdoes it. She's very passionate. She said she likes it when she's combed softly. She says that if she has like a little bit of a mat, don't pull it tight. So what she's sort of giving me the image of, if it's you're brushing her, or I don't know if it's you or your groomer who's brushing her, but to um, to to kind of hold the her hair by her body while you brush, so that it doesn't pull on her skin. She doesn't like that. She says she loves to have her face. Um, trimmed. And she says that she likes your bedding. Did you get new bedding or anything recently? No, I didn't actually, but my friend is staying with me now, and she adores her bedding. Really incredibly strong. Oh, funny. (laughs) Maybe that's what she's trying to say. Well, she wants to tell you something about the foundation. Good. She says sometimes she talks to the animals that you're helping. So what she could do is talk to them telepathically. If you're thinking about one of the animals or, um, or the people that you're helping, she can tune in with them and talk to them. Oh, that's she says that she she tells them, don't worry, they'll get better. She says it's so important to have compassion. And she says, and when you feel privileged, it's important to share. Because it's in the sharing where you learn your true self. And I always think that that's what my mom's all about. I'm really lucky to have her in my life. Well, that's so sweet. What a little wise one. Oh, she has got the wisdom of the ages. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish I had half of the wisdom. (laughs) Oh, well, Diana, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, Diana Basehart from the Diana Basehart Foundation. Again, uh, there's going to be a really great uh, fundraiser this weekend, Saturday, May 17th, 
in Summerland, uh, which is in the Santa Barbara area. So if you're all interested in that, uh, we'll have that posted and uh, contact uh, Diana Base Heart Foundation at facebook.com slash Diana Base Heart Foundation. Also go to baseheart.org, which is B-A-S-E-H-A-R-T dot org. So thank you so much, Diana. Oh, it's my pleasure, and thank you for giving me this time. Oh, you're welcome, Diana. Thank you for all that you do. Oh, that's so cool. You know, I've had, um, you know, come across situations here in Los Angeles, which is like so many people who have animals um, who've had issues with their pets and aren't able to provide, you know, don't have the income to get veterinary, you know, help when when there's an emergency and uh that's amazing that she does that and has this foundation. It's such I a wish great she had really Yeah, I wish we had more of that. I know there are several in Los Angeles as well, but we need more, so this is just really cool. Again, mm-hmm. uh we'll have all that information on our Facebook page and uh website later. Uh let's talk to Ronnie who's calling about um Scooby. And uh, I can't seem to, I don't know what my deal is, but I can't seem to find things today on Facebook. Uh, But Ronnie is calling about... Reload the page. Okay. What happened? Well, Scooby passed away um, quite uh, suddenly. So tell us uh, what happened and what kind of dog is Scooby? What does he or she look like? Um, He's black and white. He's a Shih Tzu, and he Mm -hmm. was nine years old. Um, and I found him underneath my desk in my office on Friday. Oh. Yeah, and um, he wasn't sick or anything. Oh, how sad. And um, did he look like he was sleeping? Um, He did. He looked like he was sleeping. That's such a blessing. That's such a I mean, it's not a blessing that he passed, but I always think it's so nice to see that they've got in their sleep because it's so, you know, it's a peaceful passing. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it was. Um, I keep having they, suspicions. What do you mean you're having suspicions? Um, he loved the rawhide dingo bones. Oh. And um, I gave him one that morning, and he seemed to be okay. Um mm-hmm. I mean, everything was pretty normal. I wasn't home a lot that day. Um, but when I came home in the afternoon, I had found some, some throw-up on the floor. And mm-hmm. I just cleaned it up, not thinking anything about it. Um, and then he passed away that night, and I wasn't here. Oh, okay, let's get Scooby, you said his name is, right? And see yeah, Scooby. And how he's doing. I can see there's adorable pictures of him and your son, and he looks huge. Yeah. He's like a really big Shih Tzu, is he? Or was no, he? Um, he was 14 pounds. Oh, he's little. Maybe your son is little, too, because they look about the same size in this picture. Yeah, um, he's five. It's a sweet picture. Okay, let's get little Scooby and see how he's doing on the other side. He says, he was a, I was a little bit startled that I was going to heaven. He said, I sort of had this feeling. So 
that a train was moving the ground. So it's like that same feeling as if you're in like um like a building near near a train track and that okay. um am I just sort of just felt it? And I felt like I needed to go lie down. And then all of a sudden it just whooshed me away. And I had this break in time. And then all of a sudden I'm in heaven. And there's a man there. And he says, come on, little boy. I'll show you around. And we went into this beautiful library. And we walked all around the land. And he said to me, thank you for taking care of your family. And now it's time for you to rest. And I said, what happened to me? And he said, it was time for you to go because my body couldn't live anymore. I had an untying. Something in my body was untying. And they said, this was the easiest way to take me. I'm wondering if he was going to have, like, maybe a heart attack or something. I know that it sounds like it had, like, like it looked like it had to do with the bone, but I kind of don't think it did. Um, there's a couple okay. things in that that are um, unique. Um, I've never heard of a dog going in, like, a train and having, like, like a lapse of time when they go. So that is really interesting to me. Trains to me, like my, sometimes when my grandparents come to me in dreams, they come in a train. So, um, so trains always mean to me like a way for, for our loved ones on the other side to get closer to us. Do you know who the man on the other side is that would have a library? So it would be like someone who would read a lot. Um, The only person that I can think of is my grandpa passed away a couple of years ago. Mm. Well, that's interesting. So it probably is your grandpa. And um, so so he took him. And what can happen sometimes is that if our animals have something going on in our bodies and it's going to be like a scary death or scary for somebody to witness, sometimes the universe or our loved ones on the other side, find a way to make it so that it's a lot calmer and easier. And it feels more like the universe sort of gave your grandfather power and permission to come and just take his spirit really quick instead of him going through a pain, instead of Snoopy going through a painful death. Or Scooby, sorry. Going through a, a painful death. So, um... So that, to me, is really comforting, though we don't really know, um, like, why he had to do- die so soon. And I don't know if he knows that yet. It doesn't sound like he knows that yet. Like, is there a reason why he had to go so young? 
but it does seem like there was something going on in the body and that your grandfather wanted to make sure that it wasn't something that happened scary for you or your family. Yeah, because the, the dingo bones that he loved so much were twisted up. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, he said that there's an untying. So I don't know, like maybe it did do something to an intestine, like twisted his intestines or something. I, maybe, but um, and maybe that sort of heart, why I'm feeling hard is like the indigestion of that. I, I don't, I can't really tell. Sometimes when they get to the other side, they're all knowing and they know exactly why they go. And other times they just kind of can tell you how they feel or felt. Yeah, and so, I just I wanted to make sure that he was okay and that he wasn't in any pain. No, um, he's in no pain, and he had no pain when he passed. No okay. pain at all. And, and then um, I've, I've had this, like, sudden urge, like, even the day that he died, like, the day after he died, like, I just, I want to get a new puppy, and, and I, I want to make sure that he's okay with that. Oh, that's a common question. Usually they are okay. Uh, sometimes they have judgments about which dog, but let me ask him. Hold on. Okay. You know what? It's totally fine. Because they need to nurture and they need to give their love somewhere because they have a lot of love. One of these things, Mom, where everything worked out in the end. And I know that you loved me a lot. And I love you so much, too. There's a little thing that I just want to say. He's not saying he's going to reincarnate, but his nonchalance about, like, don't worry about it, like, Everything works out makes me wonder if the reason why you're getting pulled to get another dog right away is because maybe there's a part of him that's coming back. So I just kind of want you to, like, watch for that when you when you get another dog. I'm not 100% sure because he's not coming right out and saying it, but there's something yeah. about, like, I'm okay, don't worry about me, that makes me wonder, hmm, is there a surprise in store? Is there a kind of dog that um, he wants? his mom to get um did you hear like she knows yeah she knows. Like I'm, you, I, I'm you, instantly wanting to go back to a ship there yeah she said he says you know cuteness and calmness and love yeah, I think you need to follow your um, your gut, to follow your intuition. Okay. Yeah, I think you have a surprise in store for you, but we'll see. And also what may happen is, like, there might also be there's another reason why another animal needs to come back to you. Like, maybe it's not him, but maybe that other animal needs to come back to you for some reason, and you needed to lose him in order for this spirit to come back to you. I don't know. There's something about this that we, I can't quite put all the pieces together, but I don't think I'm supposed to know, and I don't think you're supposed to know. But it does feel like something, something surprising is lurking in a good so can way. I ask, can I ask one more question? 
Yeah, and then we're going to have to get on to our next call. I don't want to take That's up right. too much time. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make sure that he was okay with the decisions that I've made for his remains. Oh, and what have you decided? Um, I had him cremated, and we are going to uh, dig a hole in the backyard where we're going to put a new tree that my son brought home from school, and we're going to bury him with that tree. Oh, I love that. I was just talking mm-hmm. about doing that with my body yesterday. <laughs> I was like, doing that nowadays. We were just talking about how when I die, I want to be with a, with a tree. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> He says, that's a good idea. Can you put a plaque there with my name? Okay. okay. I want it to be known as my tree. I think he's showing me like a ribbon or something around the tree, too. Okay. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. Well, Ronnie, thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, if you. you get a new pup, just make sure to call us. Yeah. I will. Thank you. Thank okay. You so much. Yeah, okay. Well. Take care. That's so, so cool. What a cool idea. I know. Isn't it great? You know, yeah. It's so interesting to me. I know. Can you imagine, like, um, cemeteries, how different they would be? Mm-hmm. If everyone planted, like, little trees. Mm-hmm. They would be, like, forests. I know. It would be so neat, I think. That's pretty um, cool. That's a great idea. I know, right? Um Yeah. You know, that was so amazing to me, that train thing, how it felt like a train. And yeah. then my grandparents came in a train and that his grandfather, the grandfather came to get him. Yeah. So interesting. And how he had that loss of time, that's interesting to me, too. Because I think that must be so, like, protecting him from something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you said you never heard that train thing before. No, I've never heard of, like, a pet leaving in a train. Like, like you hear people leaving in trains. Like, that's sort of an yeah. image that you kind of have. But I've never heard of a pet doing it. Oh, so and interesting. it's definitely, like, my grandparents, when they come to me in dreams, like, I always mm-hmm. it, I always meet them in, like, a boxcar in, in a train. Oh. Did you ever do that in real life? No, I never took a train ride with them. Oh, I mean, I've taken train rides, cool. but never with my grandparents. Yeah, that's neat then. We picked a lot of people up at the train station, though, with my grandparents. We used to pick my uncle up at the train station all the time, so maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, relatives do come on trains to my grandparents. We have so just that's... shifted from the Pet Psychic Radio Show to the Dream Analysis Hour. <laughs> Right? Or the people medium, right? It could be the people medium. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's funny. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to our next caller um, who is Allison calling about Finn, who we talked to a few weeks ago. Um, Allison? Oh, wait. Here it goes. Allison, um, can you remind us again uh, what we talked about on our show last time with Finn? Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I yes Allison. Hi, guys. So Finney had this terrible infection in his nose, and he's been fighting so, so hard, but at this point he's really, like, scary sick and can't really walk and can't breathe through his nose. And 
both of my vets think that it's probably the best thing for him to move on. And so we just wanted to check in with him and see if he had any questions about that. And, like, this sounds kind of weird, but, like, get him excited about going to heaven maybe because we're going to miss him so much. I know. Sweet little Finn. Okay, let's get Finn. I'm so sorry that you guys are going to I know. Um, okay, Finn, honey. I'm getting ready, too. I don't feel very good. I feel really nauseous. And I feel lightheaded. He has that feeling of, like, you know that feeling of, like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm going to throw up? Yeah. Like, you, like, uh, like, feel like you're about to throw up? That's how he feels. Like, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, because he hasn't eaten in days, and we feel like, I mean, he's kind of been giving us signs that he's ready, you know. Yeah. <sighs> he says, yeah, I have. I've told them. I said this is hard for all of us, but this is something we need to do. I need to tell them something. My life with them has been pretty perfect. Oh? They just sort of take care of me really well. And that's a little what I'm worried about. What am I going to do without them taking care of me? Finny, honey, you're going to have people just like them on the other side that are going to take care of you. And you're going to be able to feel them. It's going to feel really good on the other side, I promise. He says, I've listened to your show before, and I know that dead animals have fun. <laughs> it's really hard to think about because, because they're so close to me. And if I leave them, they're going to feel empty. And they're not going to have my cute body to pet. It's true. Oh, and we have this great eye contact. And how will they be able to see my eyes? Honey, you could come to them in like a vision. You could come to give them like a memory of looking at them. And you can have that memory of being pet and they can have that memory too. And you could fly through them. Do you think that I could come back to them? I do, honey. I think that you could come back to them. I think it happens more often than we know. Huh. He says, do you know water ski? Can you do that with stars? Can you do what with stars? Like water ski? He's like kind of showing (laughs) me like, like kind of being dragged by stars. Oh, funny. He's always been really into stars. Oh, did he used to talk about stars before? Yeah, well, when his stomach hurt, he had this metaphor that it felt like shooting stars in his stomach. So oh, how he's, interesting. I know. I mean, he's just like, he's an amazing being. Like, when we got him, he was bright red, and, like, within a year, he changed to the exact same color as our other dog, like, which is, like, a crazy magic thing, you know? And oh, he just, 
And, I mean, I guess some poodles have a phantom gene, so they change color as adults, but we had no idea it was going to happen. And <laughs> <laughs> he's just always had the best sense of humor and is just the best dog anyone could ask for. Oh, there will be a miracle anywhere when you can sense him from the other side. You'll still be so connected to him. Yeah. I was wondering if our other standard poodle that got that died a little while ago, like do your other pets ever come for your pets? They definitely do. They definitely do. So pretty much anybody who you want to come will come. And also people that you are like may not have even have thought about for like a really long time or animals you haven't thought about in a really long time will come too. It's amazing how many people and animals they see from our past on the other side, like even animals like they may not have even known or people they may not have even known. So your other poodle will definitely come. Remind me again what that poodle looked like. Um, her name was Katie. She was a black standard poodle. Yeah, right, um, of course, Katie. Yeah, I remember Katie, of course. So, um, so Katie's going to come and see you. You're going to see Katie on the other side, and that's really exciting because she is super special, just like you. I've already seen her. Oh, really? She comes and she lies next to me. Oh, and sometimes she puts footprints all around the house and tells me to follow them and to follow her scent. Wow, oh, he says he'll, he, he said that Katie told him that he would know how to find her because of her scent, which I find pretty remarkable because what she's trying to say to him is, don't worry, you'll be able to smell again. You'll be able to smell so well, you'll be able to find me. That's so great because, I mean, he has so much, you know, stuff in his nose at this point. It's, like, clogged up, like, both his nostrils. Like, he can't breathe out of his oh. nose at all. Oh, so, so I know. What time, I just, what time is it happening tomorrow? And we'll say some prayers. Yeah, 5 o'clock. Central um, tomorrow was kind of the earliest we could get them to come. Mm -hmm. And I know he's been struggling so much. I kind of wanted them to come sooner. but um, mm -hmm. And we're going to take his, we're going to take a look at his body after he passes and try and figure out what happened because none of the vets know why he didn't get better. It's really a mystery. So Did they test him for valley fever? They said that they, because we live in Minnesota, you know, that it doesn't actually, it's not present in Minnesota. So I don't know, who knows, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I'm curious but maybe, because there's cases here and there's not normally cases here either. But it's, it's the same thing as how it sort of started. But, yeah, so, but, I mean, we'll have to see. But I'm hoping, you know, that way we can kind of, like, because we just, like, have been trying to research and research and try and find, like, the thing that's going to be, you know, that's yeah. going to save him. And Aww. maybe if we can figure out what did go wrong with him, then, like, the next dog, they can figure out they can help. Know, yeah. how to help them. 
Because, oh, I mean, oh. two months of this poor guy not being able to smell and just getting, you know, worse and worse. And we really... You know, that's, yeah. And it's interesting that um, your other dog talked about smelling, too. I just know, with the huh? whole nose thing. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that is really yeah. cool. Oh, she was a genius. Well, so, <laughs> well, you know, they're gonna be they're gonna be together soon. So, um, uh, you know, as Laura, you've mentioned before on our show about you know prepping, and Allison, it sounds like you you do a great job already, and he's got it down. So, uh, keep well, doing that. Yeah, we've just been talking yeah. to him about heaven and how it's gonna be Good. great, and poor little Ike. <laughs> We got Finn for Ike as a companion when Katie died, the other dog, and now, like, his new poodle companion's going, too, which, you know, Aww. he's such Aww. a brave little guy. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll be sending our prayers for you. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks for everybody who posted about him. And, you know, people have just been great. So Yeah. Oh, Thank you for out. calling in. And, yeah, we'll be thinking of you. All yeah. right. Thanks so much, guys. Okay. I send you a private message, too, so check that also. You know, uh, Fenway came uh, right in the middle of that call oh, and did? wanted to say something, I think. I don't know what it was. Oh. but you, I don't okay, know if it was like poodle, poodle thing. Yeah, okay. Fenny, honey, what do you want to say? I feel bad for that dog. I want to say that when you get to heaven, you're going to be a shooting star. You're going to fly around the galaxy, and you're going to be magical. I don't know if anybody knows this, but my coat resembles the galaxies. <laughs> My whole fur and look is like universes. I'm in the stars, too. And I just got to say this, because I have everybody listening. I have the coolest mom ever. (laughs) I mean, my mom is cooler than your mom. (laughs) Okay, let's stop there. Just because she's so fun. Oh, my God, I that is the cutest thing. You know what I just love about him is he's not being shy. He's being all talkative. I know. He's really talkative. I knew something was up when all of a sudden he just got up during the middle of the thing and came over to me. I love that his, his coat is like the galaxies. That's a really cool image because he does kind of have a galactic coat. <laughs> that is so cool. Galactic All right, let's uh, get to a call before the show ends. <laughs> we have, um, uh, let's see who we got here. Oh, we have Deborah with Molly and Murphy. Hey, Deborah, tell us um, a little bit about Molly and Murphy, who we see here on Facebook. Okay, well, Murphy was rescued August of last year. He was in a high-kill shelter, and all of his 
siblings had gotten adopted, and he was kind of the last one left. And he came to me kind of in an extraordinary way. He, um, I saw his picture on the no, on the High Kill Shelters site, and I said, "Oh gosh, I wish I could get him, but you're too far away." And I, you know, it's in between paydays. And everybody rallied, and the next day I got a call and said, where do you want us to deliver him? And I was like, what? (laughs) And my mom always told me that animals choose you, and in this case, he most certainly did. And I had him in my arms 24 hours later. I had rescued Molly back in 2008 from another shelter that's not a kill shelter. And... um, She's just kind of having a little hard time adjusting to him. She's just like, she's very prissy and very proper, and he's like the kitten that wants to play, and he jumps and he, you know, he, but he longs for that that love from her, and it's just heartbreaking sometimes to watch, you know, that he just wants that acceptance. And so what do you want to ask them? I want to ask her why she's being so mean. <laughs> <laughs> To Murphy, I'm sorry? to Murphy, um, Murphy is Murphy is the sweetie, and Molly she's she's sweet too. She's just you know she wants love on her own terms. She doesn't want Murphy around much. She's starting to let him like sleep by her, but if he makes any false moves, it's just immediate. <laughs> so okay. I just want to know if there's something I can do to make the transition better. Okay, and Molly is the is the tuxedo, right? Uh-huh. Okay, let's get Molly. It's not that I don't like him. I just feel like he's a little smelly. And he gets a little too much in my space. That's true. But he's a kind of a neat animal. But sometimes the middle of my back hurts. Mm. Okay. And when the middle of my back hurts, I don't like other animals too close. Like sometimes when I twist, it hurts. Okay. He's kind of clumsy. Mm-hmm. And I worry he's just going to fall on me. Okay. Could you tell him to back off a little bit? And we can That's still cool. chat. Okay. And we can talk and it will be fine. We'll just talk and be friends. So That's she's saying cool. that she can talk from a distance with him, which is fine, right? I mean, they don't need to be cuddle buddies. Right. Um, but it would be nice to do something about that pain in her back. Yeah, I I was wondering if that might be something because sometimes whenever I pet her and I touch a certain part of her back, she she kind of like looked at me like, "Don't touch there." So yeah, I'm, I'm going to look into going to a chiropractor for her. So there you go, great idea. That would be wonderful to do for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe when she starts feeling a little better, she'll trust him a little bit more to get closer. Yeah, that's. I think so too. Because yeah. she was fine with my with my last cat. My last cat, Sparky, passed in October of, gosh, I think it was 2012. And um, 
you know, I rescued her. She walked right in. She was like, okay, I live here now. <laughs> you know, and it was like she just accepted him, and, and he was the one that was kind of like, whoa, wait, who are you? And then they finally ended up, you know, loving each yeah, other. Some are just more respectful than others. Uh-huh. She said she didn't have the pain in her back then. Ah, okay. Didn't have to worry about it, she said. Right. Oh. She looked Sparky's face the night before he passed, and that was how I knew that he was going. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah, she she just licked him and she laid next to him. It's okay to to fall in love with another friend, Molly. So I hope you're not scared to have another friend, but it's okay to have another friend. Okay, and if you ever see your buddy who passed away, you can still talk to him if you see his spirit. So I hope that doesn't have anything to do with it. Okay, sweetheart? Well, hey. I'm going to have to interrupt because we're running out of time. But, Deborah, thank you so much for calling. And please call us back um, and see, tell, let us know if there are behavior changes. I sure will. Thank you so much. And happy Thanks, anniversary. Deborah. Oh, thank you. I cut her off accidentally. <laughs> Sorry. I think she's at happy anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. It is oh. our third year anniversary. And uh, so it's time for Words of Wisdom oh. by Storm King and Friends. I know. So Stormy's sleeping. And I don't know where he is, if he disappeared. <laughs> but Makia is on my lap, so maybe she could do words of wisdom, my 19-year-old pure white kitty cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Makia, do you want to do words of wisdom today? I want to tell everyone that if your animal is sick, see if you can find an organization to help you pay for it. Because if you can help your animal, they might be able to live longer. But sometimes you just have to say, okay, they're getting ready to go. And then you just give them all your love. And you just know that you always come back to each other. That it's never, ever, ever going to happen that you never see them ever again. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Makia died, died and was brought back to life. She was, like, totally dead, and I was, like, pulling all, all, uh, everything. I was, like, like screaming to, like, every healer on the other side to bring her back to life. Mm. Bleeding, so she, she knows. Did. She knows she, about yeah, that she, stuff. She's been to the other side. She had a hypoglycemic <laughs> attack. Oh, well, thank you, Makia. Don't worry. We'll be here again. Hopefully, uh, well, we'll know if we're going to be here next week, but uh, we'll, we're always here on Thursdays um, at the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication and private consultations with Laura. Like us on Facebook.com slash Pet Psychic Radio, and we'll see you all next week. Talk to the animals. Bye, everyone. Talk to the animals. Yeah.